0: It's 99.9 KISW, loud and local. I'm on the phone right now by one Tad Doyle of the band Tad of Brothers of the Sonic Cloth. But like I said, of Tad, we're talking about the re-release of the classic God's Balls Salt Lick in 8-Way Santa coming out on Friday. How are you doing, Tad? I'm doing great, man. Thank you. Of course. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, It's it's, it's awesome to talk to you again. Uh, Last time we had you in the studio, we talked about the upcoming Brothers of the Sonic Cloth record, and then you guys destroyed on that record. You toured Europe, and uh, now you're re-releasing these three uh, Tad classics. First, I was just wondering, where am I speaking to you from uh, tonight? Where are you right now?
1: I'm in Seattle. I just got out of a a recording session I'm doing and uh, didn't have time to come down, so this is the best way to do it. And I just wanted to let you know, it's it's not just reissues. It's uh, completely remastered, and uh, the art look is similar, but it's just looks spiffy.
0: I was wondering about the remastering it and re-releasing the artwork and everything. How much of a hands-on approach did you have on this? Were you able to kind of work with Sub Pop on it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. They kept me uh, kept me busy for sure. Jack and Dino did the remastering. He took the original tapes and restored them and then transferred them and did the hard work and then I did, I put together the lyrics because we never had any lyrics for any of the records and we got we we're just, you know, amused by a lot of the misquotes of the lyrics that we had. So we figured it was time to, to lay the mystery at rest and do the real thing.
0: That's awesome. So how long was the process and how long have you been in talks with Sub Pop? And how long did it take to before it finally came to fruition?
1: Well, it's been a couple of years, actually. We started the process. Sub Pop got a hold of us. We're like, yeah, totally, man. It's time. Let's do it.
0: Yeah. they're. I mean, they've been out of print for a while.
1: Yeah, exactly. Our friend Andy Kotowitz at at, uh, Sub Pop wound up getting in a horrible car accident a couple years ago, and he lost his life. And I believe his daughter did as well. I'm not sure. Pretty tragic scene. Yeah. So that kind of put it on hold for a while, and rightly so. You know, people's lives are important. So we uh, took some time off from that and then came back to it when it seemed appropriate and move forward with it with a pop full bore.
0: I was wondering about so playing in your uh, current band Brothers of the Sonic Cloth, how often do fans approach you and ask you about Tad? Is it something that people talk to you about and and want to know about and and uh you know, maybe people that weren't around during the day when you guys were playing. And what what are some of the more common questions they have for you about Tad?
1: Oh, you know, the the usual like the story of Jack the song Jack off of Salt Lake uh, is, did that really happen? And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) the touring with Nirvana, of course. And then uh, a little known story that actually happened too. we were in Belfast and our hotel got bombed the night we were there. Damn. And uh, nobody, nobody died from that, luckily, but we were woken up in the middle of the night and ushered across the street to a pub, which we completely uh, utilized to its fullest extent. (laughs) I would imagine. You know, being Irish, you know, of Irish descent, I decide, yeah, I got to pay homage. So,
0: Wow get that.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, people are usually say, man, I, I love your stuff from way back. So, it's really good to have fans connect from the, the, the previous years and then have a whole new slew of people who have never heard it before, you know. Um uh, discover it you know discover the brothers as well
0: absolutely and and now that it's been a few years and you're able to kind of look back what about tad to you makes the band stand the test of time and makes it worthy of revisiting
1: well that's that's the thing uh when we started this process and Dino was sending me the treatment that he did and I honestly had not heard those songs in many many years 20 years plus so yeah sitting down and actually hearing them as a listener for the first time you know, I was listening as a person who was just hearing the music as a whole. As a musician and uh, an engineer, producer, I spent a lot of time listening to intricate parts and just making sure they're right and everything. So it was really, it struck me at that point, you know, how how much of a, a force of nature we were as a band and yeah. uh, how tight we were. And we had our own thing that... uh you know, we got lumped in with a, a the genre name, the G word, but uh, <laughs> I think we defied that and uh, had our own niche. So it, it's great to have that be, be able to be uh, make, see the light of day again.
0: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's It seems to be one of those things where maybe you didn't get maybe as much credit during the time when there was like the, the Sound Gardens and the Nirvanas, but now like, people look back and those albums have us, they stand the test of time. It's awesome.
1: Well, let's face it. Tad band was not a, a pretty boy band at all we had a, a ferocious low end and rhythm section that was uh, scary to some people at times and we had a folklore that followed us as well so um, we weren't ever expecting you know fame in the sense of you know being on the cover of magazines but we were we wound up doing that and it was uh, perplexing and amusing and uh, fun as sh- for all of us you
0: know so I got a uh, a copy of the reissues or of the remastered re-releases pretty awesome I gotta ask you how does it make you feel that there's gonna be like huge posters of your face when in your 20s on on the uh, wall of some you know a teen and 20 year old kids that you've never met before
1: well I just gotta say <laughs> it's about time <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> that is your no. teeny bopper poster you never got
1: yeah and I hope it just sits really nicely next to Bieber in his
0: twenties. <laughs> yes, that yeah. uh, that's a perfect one-two punch there. Tad Doyle and Justin and Katie Bieber. Katy Perry.
1: The, uh, we want to we want sandwich Katy Perry with Bieber and me. A perfect. She'll be the little meat.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, I was just wondering about like the locally, like when you were with Tad, what were some of your favorite venues to play in Seattle?
1: Well, we we had a lot of good times at uh, a place called the Vogue on First Avenue, first in Virginia. Um, the Central Tavern was a blast. Oh, uh, yeah. The off-ramp way back when, you know. Um,
0: that would be El Corazon these days, correct?
1: Exactly, yep. yeah. Word. Um, the Moore Theater, that was a, a huge event. Uh, Lame Fest, the original Lame Fest, and that was really fun playing that.
0: So some places that have... Uh have uh, actually remained. That's good to hear. I was wondering about what 2016 looks like for you personally. I know the uh, re-releases are coming out this Friday. Again, I wanted to mention this Friday, God's Balls, Salt Lick, and Eight Way Santa re-release, remaster, re-issue, re-imagining of these awesome TAD records out on Friday. But uh, besides that, what, what does 2016 look like for you beyond that?
1: Oh man, it's it's been a really good year. You know, recording a lot of bands at my studio, Witchape Studio. Yeah, taddoyle.com. You can find out a lot of stuff. We we got the reissues out and ready to go. Reconnecting Perfect. with a lot of friends, and uh, you know, the brothers are putting this year to rest. With uh, we just played a show on the 29th, and that will be our last show of the year. So we're getting ready to woodshed and get into the den and come up with the next record
0: some more sonic heaviness yeah
1: exactly man we're going to push the envelope wide open and uh you know do some more rhythmic dimensionalism that we only touched on on the last record so if you heard the last record yeah you know that there was a tectonic shift that's uh probably going to trigger mount rainier blowing its top Uh-oh. and the tsunami oh but, uh, if, if it didn't happen it's going to happen this next
0: time so well, we can look forward to that as we all crumble. We'll at least have some good tunes to listen to. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so, you know, last question I have for you. What do you want Tad to, to remember to be remembered for looking back?
1: Just that we we had integrity and we always played music and stayed true to our vision. We uh, never hopped on any bandwagons. We weren't imitating anybody. We were just doing what came naturally. You know, there's, there's a lot of uh, peace in that for me that, and I, I play with some really great players. And I want that to be more about them, you know, because I've enjoyed a lot of notoriety and fame and infame from the the whole experience. And I want the, the other guys to be recognized for the immense contribution that they made to music and certainly the Pacific Northwest as well as the world.
0: Well, we will be able to listen to that contribution again on Friday. Go and pick up the three albums by Tad, God's Ball, Salt Lake, and Eight Way Santa on, on Sub Pop Records. Thank you very much, Tad, for talking with me today, and I look forward to speaking with you soon.
1: Indeed, Kevin. Thank you. And uh, remember, when you go into a record store, scream God's Ball Salt Lake, Eight Way Santa as loud as you can. <laughs> I want that record.